Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. How are you doing? I really hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Um, and yes, I really hope you did enjoy the whole series on the fruit of the spirit. I know it's stretched um, like a week longer than we should have. And I know that I bombarded us with the last four parts. Um, but um, either way, um, thank you for your patience with me and all. And But I really, really do hope that we enjoyed each of those um, topics, each of those moments, right? Um, the, uh, how do I put it? The content is, is full, right? It's like really saturated content. There's a whole lot that was discussed. And um, there are, I think there are things that, you know, along the line, we may still have to revisit, right? So, I mean, um, just coin up different topics and all to be able to to come up with um, maybe like a more in-depth study on some of those things, right? So maybe we may even take it like a stretch, uh, maybe go in-depth into like patience, faithfulness, talk about different aspects and, you know, also find out your own opinion, right? And see how we could, um, you know, cohesively um, gather the thoughts together and then share it with other people right so it's um, it's really good um, that we're done with that for now right and I really did enjoy myself it was an eye-opener for me as a person it was an eye-opener really really um, exceptional periods for me so um, I, 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 I recall telling us that I really wanted to collaborate with a whole lot of us so that we could, you know, share topics, share stories. I wanted Monday to be, like, dedicated to other Tylers around the world to be able to share their story, let other people know um, how, um, how, you know, life is going on with them, how they navigate through certain things, you know, um, facing different challenges. Uh, some I didn't really get a response. I got a response from one person, and um, I really wanted to build, um, get enough responses so that we could like really dedicate the Mondays to such topics. But as it stands, I can't really work with just one topic because I don't want to start like that series of having special talks and then the next week there's nothing to offer. So um, for now pending when um, we still get um, contributions from other people um, from those of us right that listen um, we'll just be going through our topics right but I I'll keep it to twice a, uh, twice a week right so we'll get a series on Monday and then you get a series on Thursday right um, I also felt like that one week gap was kind of like stretched a little bit um, and so I feel this is good. It's it's an added um, commitment for me, but it's something that I enjoy doing. So I'm really going to do it, and we're going to have fun with it, right? So this is still me soliciting for our different contributions. I'd like to hear, you know, your own stories or things that you feel that you could share with other Tylers. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a long story. It could just be a thought. Um, and would find the perfect way to capture it. Remember, you would always remain anonymous, would give you an alias, so just give you another name to go by. 
and um, so they could share your story and how God is helping you um, to overcome all of those challenges and all of those situations, right? So, like I said, soliciting for um, your stories, let's share and let's see what we could do with it, right? Um, so, for the month of um, May or the remaining parts of the month of May, um, we would be discussing on the theme forgiveness. Forgiveness. Uh, like, just to, you know, address the whole points and everything. Um, Dear Tyler is open to all, and um, but it's a faith-based podcast, right? We, we, we deeply, deeply believe in the principles of the kingdom, right? Especially recorded in the Bible and expressed through the life of Jesus, right? Um, I, I am an avid believer that the message of the gospel um is applicable to everyone and to anyone right that we could literally carry the words of scripture the kingdom uh, mindset right the paradigm of the kingdom and we could relate it to life generally i really really do believe that um jesus taught us in prayer said thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven and so god is um saying that um picture heaven how it is right and this is what i want you to create on earth so the instructions that i gave are um let's say the temperament um for the lack of a better word the temperament of heaven right and this is how heaven is right so if you do this if you do this if you do this you're literally bringing heaven on earth right so that's why i'm very very particular about um the the content that is um, shared it's really really faith-based right so a lot of things will be consistent with scripture a lot of things if not all things will be consistent with scripture and i think one of the reasons why i decided for us to you know go in this path is because i've seen what offense has done to a lot of people and how offense has even affected me as an individual like I said, that I, I try to use myself as an example most of the times. Number one, to be relatable. Number two, to show vulnerability. Number three, to actually show that these things are not um, uncommon to all of us, right? That we have things that we're facing, there are challenges that we're facing, there are things that we're going through, you know, that whole issue, that whole challenge, right? Um, so, but anyway... Like I said, we, um, I, I, I had these thoughts, you know, like I've seen how offense has really, really wrecked us. Um, first of all, as a body of um, believers, the church, and how it's also extended to the world at large. You get there's a whole lot of resentment, um, a whole lot of resentment, and 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 the thing about offense, right, is that it, it. It does more damage, right? For me, um, offense over to somebody's actions, right, does more damage than the actual action of the person. Maybe as we get into the whole topic of forgiveness, right, um, I'd be able to relate it more and, you know, would share on it. So we actually have 
um, seven like seven episodes on this topic of forgiveness. Seven episodes, right? So it's going to be full packed, um, absolutely loaded, right? And um, yeah, so it's going to be really, really nice. Really, really nice. I'll share certain stories about me, um, other people too. And we'll see how we'll get through it. So today's topic, right, is I forgive you, right? So we're starting with I forgive you. I forgive you. Like I said, offense is probably one of our biggest issues, our biggest issues in in life generally. Um, we've We've all had unless you're not human but we've all had issues with people that might have you know hurt us let us down betrayed trust you know um disappointed us in some way or you know hurt us directly or indirectly we've all had those issues um part of the cardinal expressions of the christian faith is forgiveness it's it's a very very major thing. Uh, if if you were ever asked to um, to you know maybe list down um, cardinal points about the Christian faith, if you don't um, if you don't if you don't um, put forgiveness in it, right? If forgiveness doesn't become part of those things, then you've really missed a big part of it. You've really, really missed a big part of it. You've really missed a big part of it. Um, forgiveness is hard. It's not something that you just say, nah, I just forgive now. There has to be like a real working of the Spirit of God in you. Um, some deep levels of love, deep levels of love for you to be able to forgive, for you to be able to forgive. And, you know, um, Jesus, you know, spoke about it a lot. God himself, you know, spoke about how he always forgives, you know, I'll remember their sins no more. I'll forgive them um, as far as the East is from the West. So, um, I have forgiven your sins. You understand, right? Um, God consistently shows how he expresses this action of forgiveness. He talks about the children of Israel every time that they either messed up or they did something or either they left his will, they left his... um, his covering or they you know decided to do things on their own disobey his instruction you know just generally rebel he talks about how um they found themselves in a whole lot of trouble but then he comes over to restore to forgive and that he remembers their sin no more and there's this beautiful song that um one of my like music mentors back then in secondary school taught us. She wrote it, right? Christine Ben Ahmed, an amazing, amazing singer. She said, um, the song was, as far as the East is from the West, 
you forgive my sins drowning them eternally in the sea of forgetfulness um it's it's just beautiful just the whole line uh, hopefully this won't clash with um the background music but anyway so it's like as far as the east is from the west you forgive my sins drowning them eternally in the sea of forgetfulness beautiful song beautiful song and um when you think i think there's this part of scripture that that really really talks about forgiveness now if you go through the old testament um god seemingly used the prophets as examples for a whole lot of things so um being a prophet in the old testament was like a big deal um you would be required and asked to do quite a lot of things i think it was jeremiah that was asked to sleep on one side of his body for like 18 months or so um because god wanted to like uh, share a message to the people so for like 18 months he had to sleep on one side of his body now there's this prophet in the bible and if you could take out time and read the book of hosea Hosea is probably one of the strongest prophets that I know. Strongest in the sense that he took a whole lot of stuff. God literally asked Hosea to marry um, a harlot, right? A prostitute. Um, and they, and, and, and you know, so he did it, married the prostitute and all. And the reason why God did that was to express his love to his people. Like, um, you, are, you are selling yourself to other people when there is somebody that loves you crazy right here. Right? So I want to show you how much, that, how much I love you. Right? Beautiful. And so he married her and she gives birth to three kids for him. Right? Um, each of those kids have names and they, um, they're an expression of either Israel's attitude or um, God's intent, however it is. Now, after she has given birth to these three kids, she still went out and continued her whoredom, right? And God instructs Hosea to go and buy her back and bring her back to his house. Now just try and process that. You are my wife. I've done all of um, the requirements, you know, paid your dowry, done everything, you know, and you are legally mine. You leave. I should just go back and, um, you know, drag your wife and everything. But God requested because when she went back into the whole um prostitution act right you know how it is now pimps and everything so you definitely have a master someone over you so he had to go back and buy her buy her back from those masters now that's crazy now imagine first of all you fall in love with someone that had a has a past we all have a past right everybody does have a past right uh, scripture says for all have sinned and falling short of the glory of God. Um, the nature that we're born into is the nature of sin, right? And so thank God that He has redeemed us. And we've all done stuff. Um, it may come with, we might have done it based on like different magnitudes, right? But everybody 
has soiled their hands one way or the other. So we have our own um, fresher of history. And just like a little side note and all, you know, there's this stuff that people do, like they want their own story to be the worst out of everything. Like, ah, you people not even seen, or you people did not even enter this world like we did. Some of us, nah, come on. Do you understand? So it's, 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 yes, there may be different magnitudes, but then there's no competition on vices, uh, right? Um, the the little ones, the big ones, the dangerous ones, the unthinkables, right? Um, we've all had our fair share of either or or all, right? Now, um, so like I said, we all have our history. So think about that Hosea had to marry this lady with this history. There are a lot of things that would have to change about her because, you know, she's used to having multiple partners. Um, sex was probably not um, an expression of intimacy. It was more of like a pleasure she gives her clients. And, you know, it was a source of income for her. So she now needs to learn that sex is for them um, a connection of intimacy that it does not necessarily lead to rewards or something that she could actually be rewarded by her husband without necessarily giving him any of those things. So these are some of the ones that had to be broken down. And you give birth to like three kids, you know, you're building up a family and then just walks out the person just walks out on you and God used that story to show how he forgives us now um, Jesus the disciples asked Jesus a question it's like um, how many times should I forgive my brother? And they were like, um, I think based on the law, it was like, um, forgive your brother seven times. Just that. So every day, seven times. It, I think it takes a lot for you to offend somebody up to seven times in a day. I really, really think it takes a lot. Um, the effort <laughs> that you would choose to take to really offend somebody seven times it's it's it's, it's mad but apparently people do and um, Jesus had to let them know about what forgiveness truly is and he said um, I want you to forgive them 70 times 7 so well, once upon a time he forgave them for like um, 7 times a day and Jesus said that Give every man 490 opportunities to offend you that you would forgive them. I think it's also cynical for you to count how many times somebody has offended you. That's crazy too. It's like, you've offended me 487 times. You have three more times. For you to really, really keep thought about that, it shows a very, very deep part of, you know, your heart. For any of us to do that, it shows a very deep part of our hearts. And so Jesus is trying to teach us and says that 
I want forgiveness to be a nature for you. I don't even want you to think about it. People are going to offend you, Tyler. And I want you to have a heart that forgives. Um, it's easy to demand forgiveness. It's probably hard to give it. Very easy to demand forgiveness. So think about it. Imagine if you offend somebody and you didn't do it, you know... It was not like a deliberate act. Naturally, you want the person to forgive, right? And But then sadly, when it's time for us to forgive, we're like, ah, you know, this person hurt me. This person did this, person did that. Jesus taught us in prayer, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Saying that the next person is deserving of mercy as much as you deserve mercy from God. Now that's big. The reason why this is tough is that, let's say, honestly, the offense levels are different. Nobody is even saying that forgiveness is easy, but it's a demand from God. It's a demand from God. Now, do you know what offense does? I'll say this from experience. Offense has a way of negating every truth that a person represents. Once upon a time, let's say you admired somebody and the person offends you, right? Almost everything that you admired about the person begins to transform itself and, you know, look like false or look wrong. So, let's say maybe you had this mentor of yours, right? That you so believed in his principles and the person said all of this. And then the person somehow seemingly offended you, right? Those very true principles are termed as false now because of the vessel in which it's coming out from. But you would hear those same things from another person and you would take it like, yeah, yes, this is beautiful. Uh, this is true. This is true. Now that's what offense does. What you turned as once beautiful, what you held dear, right, begins to become repulsive before you. So offense has the ability of keeping you away from truth. Offense has the ability of keeping you from truth. Offense has the ability of keeping you away from help. So, I remember in Lion King, right, part two. Um, oh, Lord, I'm trying to remember. Kovu's mom. Um, was it Shiva? I, I can't remember. But 
there was a time I think she was just like at the at the cliff, you know how it's always in Lion King now that they always die from falling off the cliff and everything. And Kiara was like, um, hold my paw, you get let me pull you up and everything. But because of the resentment that she had for Kiara, she had for Simba, and the disappointment that she felt for Kovu, she brushed the hand away. And it led to her death. Now, this person that seemingly has offended you has the ability to help you. But because of that offense, your salvation is so near and you stay away from it. Your very help could be in the hands of the person that offended you. It's, it's, it's horrible what offense does to us. So, offense can keep you from knowledge, truth, right? It robs you off of that experience of truth. Offense can also keep you from being helped, like literal physical help from someone because of the resentment that you have for the person. The person can literally save you, but because of hurt and pain, you stay away from that person and you miss out of it. In in its in its fullness the danger of offense is that it affects you more than the offender it affects you more you go back angry you go back disappointed you go back holding a whole lot of resentment these are things that affect you and probably the offender has made peace with himself and he had, you know and he has started making headway but somehow the pain of that betrayal or the pain or the action of that individual stays with you for so long that it hinders your movement it hinders your progress that's the danger you hear me that's the danger of offense tyler you can't imagine it Offense hurts you more than the offender. So you may be avoiding the person. You really think you're doing the person something. But you're either keeping yourself from truth that you could have learned um, or help that you could have gotten. Number three, unforgiveness or offense robs you of peace of mind. you you would you would what happens when we have offense right is that we live in perpetual uh, agitation perpetual agitation an unforgiving heart is perpetually agitated i don't think there's any other way there's any other way i could see it you can't convince me otherwise an unforgiving heart is in perpetual agitation. Just mention the name of the offender. Agitation. Mention something about the offender. Agitation. Let the offender pass you. Agitation. Let the thought of the offender come to your mind. Agitation.
it it robs you it robs us of peace of mind we begin to struggle deeply with a lot of things everybody just gets you angry and you know offense wrecks potential relationships because when it's time for you to move on because you've not been able to you know let go of that offense or like forgiving that person you naturally take um you put it in your view that people can do this or do you understand or people can behave like this or they do this or they do this or they do this i remember the last time so let's say for instance you're in a relationship and the relationship um was called off because of offense and something like that you're now wanting to start a new relationship you carry the luggage of that experience and then you now punish somebody for an offense they didn't commit and then we do now the last person i uh, had a relationship with did this to me or did this to me so i'm just trying to be careful and you're literally hurting others because of an offense that you've not been able to let go now i can i can only imagine the the level of things people must have done to us um some of us must have had terrible experiences probably experiences of abandonment you know um some of us might have been duped some of us might have been molested some of us might have been taken advantage of you know made to feel worthless made to feel useless made to feel um um not not important you get just that whole worthless feeling i won't say that i understand i won't say that i do but this whole concept of forgiveness it's an instruction the benefits of forgiveness fall on you tyler the benefits of forgiveness fall on you remember i think in one of the um fruit of the spirit stories that i shared you know about that librarian um army officer but naked and the lady that forgave him you know it it helped her to move on in life you see um i'm about rounding up I think a lot of these episodes may be quite lengthy because of the topic and they're very personal. Let me tell you something about us in the body of Christ, the church. The person you're offended with, right? You would probably meet each other in heaven. or we should meet each other in heaven that's the goal in eternity would be together in eternity would be together if you are harboring the thought that because of the offense of this person that god will rob them of of his love and eternity then it's time for us to really check our hearts if we're battling that 
you may not have close relationships with the people again for whatever reason maybe the damage was really really bad right but that you don't absolutely relate with the person nah come on I saw one of the biggest acts of forgiveness um, when I think I was watching a video and a lady was convicted for killing a guy and the brother came to testify you know and he said that he really doesn't even care about the verdict again he just wants to know he just wants the offender to know that he forgives her and that he loves her and he really wishes her the best he knows that he's not the judge to make a pronouncement and all if it's led to him that they should even allow the lady go to understand and the lady and i was like please can would it be okay if he hugs the lady he really wanted to show the lady how much he had forgiven and said let me hug you i really don't have an issue with you you did something wrong and i forgive you for it right and now i that that's like major somebody you know this person killed your brother and you're able to really look at the person and say i wish the best for you Real forgiveness, if you are forgiving somebody, right, trust me, you would not relate to the person in the light of the offense that they created or in the, in the light of the offense that um, they, in light of the offense that they did. If you are forgiven, you would never relate with the person on that level. Now, I know that a lot of people would probably you know, differ from this. But then think about how God forgives us. Oh, the, 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 um, the real sign of our Christianity, right? The real sign of our growth in faith is our conformity to the image of the Christ, right? The more we look like him, the more it's shown that the, there there are um all that you know that we're growing right the more we find ease in doing the things that he does um the more the proof that we are you know like i said we are um growing in the things of god now if god can forgive us and not relate with us based on the things that we have done So, First John, right? I think one nine says, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to do it, forgive us our sins, and then you know cleanse us from all unrighteousness." Now, to forgive means to pardon an individual for something, and if you've been pardoned for it, there is no need to bring it up in your relationship again. You've pardoned it. No need to bring it up. It's an accuser that brings up history to judge the future of another person. Because everybody has a past. But that's not the yardstick that we use. 
So we have a long journey on this whole journey of forgiveness. But one of the things that I found out, right, that you could do, um, you don't always have to confront people, right? So this is how I'm rounding up. One of the things that you could do to help, number one, pray for the people that have offended you. If you're struggling, pray for them and say, Lord, that I forgive them. Oh, Father, this person did this. Father, this person did this to me. Um, or this person has this particular weakness. Lord, I pray for them. Help them, help them, help them. Number two is to meet the person or find a way to communicate love. I've had issues with being offended with people. And how do I just resolve it? For me, sometimes it's just going over to hug them and I'm like, I love you. At that time, I may not really understand it but every conscious effort that i make to express my love for them helps me to let go of every hurt helps me to let go of every pain that they might have caused like i said yes some people are just cynical that they really look for how to offend people but on a general note i do not believe that people wake up in the morning with the intent to offend you. One of the biggest lessons I've learned in life is that the best of a man is still a man. A man will always be a man. This humanity that we bear sadly puts us in the forefront of being offensive to people and also receiving offense. Sadly, it's going to be there. And so we have to be able to create that very large um, accommodation for the weaknesses of people, Tyler. So can we think about, you know, take time, think about the people that might have hurt you. Mention them by name. Benga, I forgive you. Bros B, I forgive you. Uncle B, I forgive you. Sabinga, I forgive you. Just mention their names. And talk to God and be like, okay, what this person really did hurt me. But I know, Lord, that it's a weakness from them. Oh, this person is struggling with this and I was a victim of his struggle. Can you help the person, Lord, through it? Can I be the last person that gets, um, that suffers from all of this? It would be really nice, Lord, if you help them. Do you understand? I know that I'm a man and I have the tendencies to do all of those things too. So Lord, please, could you just help them? Right? But always, always be open to forgive people. Always be open to do it. Forgive people. Right? So like I said, mention the names of the people and say I forgive you. If you could, meet them. Why not? If you can't meet them, message them. But consciously make every effort right to forgive people right so it's 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 all good like i said it's going to be a long journey and um the other topics are really going to help out right so um this is just me you know saying that i love you i believe in you tyler and i'm always always rooting for you right have an awesome monday bye